0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The doctor is in.
1: Say it with me now, Anna Plastologist
0: but some couples are about to be on the outs.
1: You're here because someone in your relationship has issued an ultimatum.
0: I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, April 6th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Paramount Plus is reassembling the Star Trek The Next Generation crew for Star Trek Picard Season 3. LeVar Burton, Michael Dorn, Jonathan Frakes, Gates McFadden, Marina Sirtis, and Brent Spiner, who all featured opposite Patrick Stewart's Jean-Luc Picard on the popular Trek series, are returning to join Stewart in what will now be the third and final season of Picard. The show, which is still releasing Season 2 weekly on Paramount Plus, previously featured Spiner as... Data. Franks and Surtis 2 reprise their next generation roles on the show, and Whoopi Goldberg is also back reprising her next-gen role. FX has renewed crime drama Snowfall for a sixth and final season. The currently airing fifth season will wrap up later this month. The final season is expected to premiere in 2023. RuPaul's global reign will extend further into Northern Europe later this year on Drag Race Sweden. Details about the new spinoff are slim, though a host, judging panel and cast of Swedish queens is expected to be announced soon. Drag Race Sweden joins a growing roster of worldwide installments of the reality competition series, which includes Chile's The Switch Drag Race, Drag Race Thailand, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, Canada's Drag Race, Drag Race Holland, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, Drag Race Espana, Drag Race Italia, and RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus The World, which pitted queens from multiple iterations against each other for the franchise's first global title. And Bobby Rydell, who rose to fame in the late 50s and early 60s as a popular teen idol and actor, died yesterday of non-COVID-related pneumonia complications. He was 79. Throughout his career, Rydell racked up 34 top 100 hits and sold over 25 million albums, making him one of the top five acts of his era. In 1963, he made his film debut in the musical Bye Bye Birdie, starring opposite Anne Margaret as her sweetheart Hugo Peabody. Rydell's name got a resurgence thanks to both the 1971 stage musical Grease and its 1978 film adaptation in which Danny and Sandy's high school was named after him. And in the 2018 film Green Book, Rydell was portrayed by actor Vaughn Lewis. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head to EW.com. All right, we are headed to the lab for the series premiere of Body Parts. The new show from TLC stars anaplastologist Allison Vest. Now, Vest is a trained artist who combined her love for biology and art to become a medical professional who makes hyper-realistic prosthetics for people who've lost major body parts. Everything from hands to noses to even Eyes can be made using silicone, paint, and other materials to make them look as real as possible. Here's a preview.
1: I'm Allison Bess, and I am a clinical anaplastologist. Say it with me now, ana-plastologist. <laughs> Anaplastology can be a little bit of a confusing word, but basically we restore missing anatomy. I make silicone body parts from noses, ears, eyes, fingers, toes, other bits and pieces. They don't look like prosthetics at all. And you're surprised? No, no, I mean, it, <laughs> I'm not here. we see people born with conditions, we see cancer patients, we see trauma patients.
0: I went into septic shock, and when I looked at my hands at the time, I just knew these are not coming back.
1: Everybody comes through these doors feeling like something's missing. That's what we're trying to restore here.
2: It's very embarrassing. People look at you. Okay. And uh, I would like to find a girlfriend.
1: Yeah.
2: Being single is uh,
0: something that's hard to deal with without having a nose. Well,
1: we'll get it done. Okay. Okay. I found anaplastology by accident, just following my love of art and biology and blending those together. I'm a traditionally trained artist that exists in the medical world.
2: I'm here because I believe that you can make it a bunch better.
1: Agreed. When you come into my office, you're going to probably feel more like you're in a mad scientist's lab. On one table, you might see some fingers hanging out. another table, you might see some ears. You really never know what you're going to find in an anaplastology office.
0: Well, Vest has helped many patients in the 20 years she's been in the field, including a boy missing both ears after a dog attack and a woman who lost both of her hands after an extreme case of pneumonia. See these inspiring stories and more on the series premiere of Body Parts tonight at 10 on TLC. Now it is time to marvel at today's number two pick, Moon Knight. After last week's wild premiere episode, Marvel's latest Disney Plus series will pick up with Oscar Isaac's Stephen Grant following his showdown with that strange monster in the museum, during which he transformed from a mild-mannered gift shop employee into his violent alter ego, Moon Knight. So, does this mean Stephen has embraced his darker identity? And who exactly is the mercenary he shares a body with? And who is Layla, the mysterious woman he spoke to on the phone? Well, we're hoping to get at least some of these answers in this week's episode. There will only be six of them, after all. We're also hoping to find out more about Arthur Harrow, the villainous cult leader played by Ethan Hawke, who unleashed that monster in the museum. Hawke worked really hard to make Harrow a compelling foil for Stephen. Here's the actor on how he approached his character.
2: I always feel like in some ways, villain has to be the opposite of the hero, you know, that he has to be the hurdles that the, the hero needs to realize himself to become fully actualized in the hero's journey. You know, when you think about these things kind of on a metaphoric level, it's the villain's job is to create the hero. Right. And so if you have a mentally ill hero, what's well, the opposition to that? Well, one version would be a doctor. Right. And if somebody's trying to alleviate pain of the world, that's what doctors do. So I kind of saw him as a doctor. And at the same time, I saw him as a kind of spiritual entity. This is just I'm talking about in the creation place where and I started visualizing him kind of as a monk. I remember reading a bunch of Tolstoy at the end of his life. He kind of became a little megalomaniacal in a benevolent way, but he kind of thought he was smarter than anybody else on the planet and he could teach the world what the right way to be is and I'm always nervous when people think they're smarter than everybody else it's generally creepy but I thought that was a good place to build from that might be the opposite of this fractured mind is I would be whole like if he was the moon and inconstant, constant I would try to be the sun and just constant even and if he's going to have all these sharp edges as a broken thing I should be soft and gentle and I just that's how I built him
0: Well, we will see if those qualities make him a difficult villain for Steven to defeat, or as some have theorized, if they're more alike than they seem, meaning Harrow is another alternate personality for Steven. It seems unlikely, but we'll find out in due time. For now, the latest episode of Moon Knight is available to stream on Disney+. it's trivia time moon knight might be hawk's first superhero tv show but it won't be his last the actor is voicing what dc superhero in an upcoming animated series batman superman or aquaman stick around for the answer and our number one pick what to watch will be right back Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. All right, it is now time to walk down the aisle, or possibly just out the door, for our number one pick today, the series premiere of The Ultimatum, Marry or Move On. Similar to hit show, Temptation Island, this Netflix reality show follows couples that are at a crossroads in their relationship seemingly happy in love and on the verge of marriage, but one person in the relationship wants to get engaged and the other isn't quite ready. So they've issued an ultimatum. Now to see if they want to get married or move on, they'll each be choosing a new partner to live with in a trial marriage. Wild, I know, here's a preview.
2: I love you to death, but I just cannot wait any longer. That is why I'm giving this ultimatum
1: you're here because someone in your relationship has issued an ultimatum.
2: You're not sure you want to marry your current partner. The risk is that they're going to find someone else who is.
1: I think it's natural to wonder what it would be like to be in a different relationship. You'll each choose a new partner. You'll move in together in a trial marriage. And at the end of this experience,
2: you guys will have to choose to marry the person you've arrived here with or to split forever. Today we get to move in with someone completely different. Living with a guy that's not you will be a weird change. How
0: do you feel about me sleeping in the bed? <laughs> Are you nervous to meet my dad?
2: Hope they don't grill me too hard. Hi. So this is the first time I felt like, okay, this guy's okay. From what he said about you, I was not happy about this at all. This is our first morning back together. We came here as a couple, but it's about figuring out what's best as individual people. She me, but you don't I'm trying to figure out if this person I'm about to get reconnected with body, does she understand that I am who she really wants? Should I just stay with you because you're crying and I feel bad, or should I look out for what I really want in life? It was the best moment of my life. This is how a marriage should feel. He's (laughs) falling for somebody else. Leave! Walk! It is now time to make a decision. Are you ready to make your choice? Anything I say, you never listen. I don't think that all they did is kiss. What the did you just say to me? these wires off me lots
0: of drama as you can hear and host nick and vanessa lachey shared a candid moment with the couples before their ultimatum journey began showing that they themselves have been in a similar situation
1: we actually if i'm being completely candid and transparent we took a break we both saw one other person and we realized that if we got out of our own way we could be amazing together, but it took seeing somebody else and me realizing, I don't mind the things that I thought bugs me or were yeah. holding me back. I don't mind all that, like the bigger picture is how I feel about this person and their values of wanting to be with me and knowing everything about me.
2: I think we
0: got perspective. That certainly helps. Well, after the experiment is over, they will have to choose if they're going to marry the person they've been with for years or break up and pursue new relationships. Love is on the line, folks. So go watch The Ultimatum, Marry or Move On, streaming now on Netflix. Trivia. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Ethan Hawke is voicing what DC superhero in an upcoming animated series? Batman, Superman, or Aquaman? Don't go batty on us if you didn't get it right. The answer is, in fact, Batman. Hawk is voicing the Dark Knight in the upcoming series, an animated show aimed at preschoolers that follows a team of super-powered vehicles who help Batman protect Gotham City. So it's kind of like Knight Rider for Batman, which is a joke that absolutely no one in Batwheel's target demographic will understand. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shepp, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.